Oh yeah, we are back with another episode of Play by Play, and I am excited about today's show. Uh, we changed it up a little bit. You can tell this uh, set's a little bit smaller. Um, it'll be me uh, for now, and we're going to have a guest, Nick Roman, on today. And I'm going to give you a little information about him in a minute. I want to talk about our trip to MTE. Uh, we just got back a few weeks ago, been letting the dust settle, and man, did they put on a show. Uh, the the, the uh, turnout was just amazing, and I, I knew it was going to be a special show. Uh, when I showed up to my first training class on, uh, I think it was Thursday morning, and I got in, and the, the, the class was already packed, um, was, I mean, literally wall-to-wall with people, standing room only, and everybody, as I'm walking up to set up my uh, my computer and stuff, uh, everybody's there with notebooks and they're ready to take notes. And I'm, and I'm getting up there and I'm like, wow, this, this class is already into it. And I haven't even started yet. And then I start the class and it was phenomenal. Everybody was asking questions. I mean, it just, the banter was great. I went and did a three o'clock sh- uh, class with Joe LaPalm. It was phenomenal. And I'm like, this has set out to be a great show. And it was Friday was packed. Saturday was packed. We did the, uh, I did, I emceed the, um, the awards banquet for the IDA and man, it was awesome. So shout out to those guys for letting me come on stage and hype them up and, uh, and, and make the show, uh, you know, make that awards banquet fun again. That's what they're looking for. So they asked me to come back and do it again next year. So obviously we did a little something right. Um, but yeah, so MTE was fantastic. We traveled back. We signed up a bunch of new detail bookie customers. Whoop, whoop. And, uh, now we are back with our normal show. Uh, Nick Roman's guest on today, he is a, uh, a business tycoon in the detail world, multiple shops, multiple mobile units, over 10 years in the detailing business. I think he has like something like 50 employees. He's, he's trumped us. We're about to hire some people, Ethan. Yeah, a few. I mean, you know, so, uh, we, uh, we, we can't get beat like that, dude. On our own show, we're going to bring on a, on a guest that's got more people than us. I'm topping you, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, we can't yeah. have that. We can't have that. So, no, seriously, he's got a big thing going on and, and so excited to bring him on. I mean, he just he stood out to me. And I'll be honest with you, he reached out to us and he wanted to, you know, he wanted to talk and see what, you know, how we could join forces with him. He could help us out. And so we, we said, you know what, let's bring him on the podcast. Let's pick his brain a little bit. And and we're excited, man. It's been fun having conversations with him prior to the show and uh, looking forward to bringing him on. So if you want, uh, let's just let's just join him in. What's up, Nick? How's it going, guys? Excited to be here. Uh, yeah. Just a little shout out MTE as well. Uh, yeah. It's actually first time there and uh, shook a lot of hands, kissed a lot of babies, I guess you could say. And uh, <laughs> yeah, met a lot of really cool people. Um, yeah. yeah. So just wanted to give that a quick shout out there. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to be here and, you know. Let's uh let's talk about your business a little bit. You guys have been in business around 10 years or over 10 years. Um, tell us what that looks like on a day-to-day. Whew. So I got I, I give myself three titles, right? If I have my business card, I'm a car washer, car detailer, and a firefighter. That's yeah. that's that's those are my businesses right there. Um is that in any certain order or are you firefighter firefighter first? You know what? I'm a car washer at heart. You know what uh, I mean? I'm, okay. I'm there on a, on a sunny Saturday with a line to the street, and I just love washing the cars. You see what I'm saying? And um, and then that progressed as I got older into detailing, which I've done. You know, with, back with the red Milwaukee, you know, buffers there, and oh, yeah. <laughs> those, oh, yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was a good time. It's, that's the way you got to learn. Um, but yeah, just going from that, and then the the last one is the firefighter, um, which is that business side. Which is yeah. which is something that I've grown to love, and it's something that you know is is something that's always changing. 
Um, so yeah. you never know which fire will pop up or what's going on, but putting them out and putting them out efficiently is, is what I really love to do and making sure that, you know, everything ticks, ticks nice and smoothly there. Yeah. To me, that's, you know, so much the fun part, you know, when I think about my three, I think that my first one is psychologist. Like, uh, I'm like, <laughs> need a couch in my office for everyone to come lay down at some point and just mm -hmm. you know, tell me your problems so I can, mm -hmm. take you know, I mean, but, but for real, I mean, like the, the fun part is solving the problems, not, not necessarily employee problems, but like, um, company problems, uh, you know, operation problems, like things yeah. that we're, we're growing and we want to change or work on. That's fun to me. Absolutely. And it's kind of that challenge that you got to sort of challenge yourself. That growing part oh, is like everything's going. You got to go yeah. and kick yourself into another gear and be like, hey, what can we do that's even more? What else can I throw on my shoulders? You don't get to press pause while you solve the problem and then play when it's ready to go again. It's like everything's live streamed. It's not like the podcast. Yeah. Like the podcast. You can't stop and, you know, no. and pick and schedule stuff. You know, you don't know what, what text is coming at 5 a.m. No, you don't. And, and it, it, oh, those are the ones too. You open the phone, you're like, oh, do I want to read this right now or not? <laughs> I just, you know what? I leave the phone and I'm like, whatever it is, I'm going to handle it at eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, I love that. We'll talk about that a little later, but business and family and balance and everything out. You know what I mean? That's that's also a big priority for me. Uh, what you think, Ethan? We, we got a show for that? I think we could do that, sir. All right. That, that sounds good to me. Business and uh, family, I like that. Well, it's big, you know, and, and look, man, I'm guilty. Uh, I'm guilty of not uh, valuing the work-life balance as much as I should. Uh, I've gotten better um, over the years. I mean, there was a long time where I was like, you know what, it's all work. And and so the last probably, well, since my daughter's been born, um, I have really respected some alone time. Um, but it's, but it's, but it's hard. I mean, it's a conscious effort for me, whereas some, it comes natural. Um, to me, it's conscious effort. You know what the one thing that sort of clicked with me today is like, this video, this podcast is now there forever. So this yeah. is almost another way to sort of connect and leave that legacy with the kids. You know, Absolutely. I mean, I got two kids, I got four and one. And yeah. that was sort of one of the biggest things I worked on the last two years was figuring out that balance. You know what I mean? Grow the business, sustain the business, but also, you know, balancing that family and that, you know. It's, it's big, you know, but let's, uh, let, hey, today, let's speak to the ones that haven't got there yet. Right. Yeah. The ones that are there, um, the, the audience that's listening that don't have that business, that don't have that or, or don't have the employees that are demanding all that time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how do they get to that point where we're talking uh, with them about work life balance and not just how to hire that first employee? You know, yeah. and, and for me, it's always not necessarily the first. It's it's trying to plan out that that second and the third. You know, what I mean, you got to look a little bit down that road and sort of figure out, hey, if I think I'm ready for that first employee probably, you know, should have done it already. So it's Absolutely. like second third. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something that I get asked all the time is, is timing. When, when do I hire my first one? And, and, you know, if you're, if you feel like, like you just kind of brought it up, if you feel like you're, you're there, then you probably waited a little too long. And at some point, either customers have been let down or, or qualities dropped because you've been able to keep the customers happy at the production level, but the quality might've dropped. So, you know, you, you got to hire, I think, and, and you got to be able to forecast a little bit. And, and, and me and you've talked about this some, um, um, about knowing your numbers well enough to forecast your busy times. And mm -hmm. I think that that does come into play. We can't always forecast this contract that lands in our lap. And now we just got to hire 10 people, but, mm -hmm. but we know when we're going to get busy. If you've been in business a, a year or two, you kind of understand what the busy season looks like. And if you haven't been in business that long, let me just tell you newsflash in the spring, you're going to be busy. <laughs> you know, detailers get busy when the sun comes out and it warms up. People want to use their stuff, you know, and, 
Uh-huh. Yeah, the one thing I wanted to add was just um, something that, you know, hopefully the audience can take away is, you know, I use Indeed. It's it's really, I, I cast a oh, really yeah, wide net, right? Yeah. I cast a really wide net and I'm going to pick out which fish, you know what I mean? So I'm always hiring, even whether I have spots or not. Um, I know they still have options for free posts. You know what they I mean? Do. You can, you they can do. Still do so if you're if you're on that fence or you're nervous about it, the cost or this, I would start just that app, that interview process. You know yep. what I mean? And just sort of start going through that part of the business. Um, if you're sort of thinking about adding that first employee, and I think that's a really easy, tangible step to take. And and look, you're not going to be great at your first few interviews. You know, it's not going to be this, you know, sit down formal thing. Really, you're just wanting to interview the person. You want to find out about them as a person. You know, we hire so much on energy and mindset more than skill set. Like, I can't tell you out of the hundreds of people that I've hired over my years, um, how many had experience in detailing? Probably less than 10%. Um, I know a lot of shops that won't hire anybody without experience, but to me, I believe in people and not skills. And I think you can teach skill. You can't teach someone how to be a good person. And if you can hire good people, you can teach them anything um, within reason. And the one thing I would add is like you said, the people part, the process of taking that employee and then training them, I think is also something that's good to sort of have, have ready. If you're, if you're thinking about taking that step um, just to make sure that when you do bring in that person, okay, Hey, are you training them or is there, is there, you know, videos? Are you like sending them to different, you know, different resources to help them sort of get a better understanding to get them to where you want them to be? Yeah. You know, so, uh, oh, here's Billy Smith. He dropped in. By the way, that's Detail Billy. Uh, you should have a process set up on what you want to say while you're interviewing. I love that. Prepare, have questions, things that matter to you, things that matter to your business. It's important. Write those down so you can make sure you don't forget them because when you kick up a conversation, you guys might talk for 30 minutes or an hour and, and you may forget. So great, uh, great input there, Billy. Uh, I wanted to mention one thing too, Nick. You mentioned Indeed. I'm a fan of Mexican restaurants and gas stations and like uh, uh, I'm watching people everywhere I go. I'm like, uh, you may not, you may never heard this guy, Nick Saban that runs Alabama football. Yeah, I don't course, know. Course. <laughs> a, a football factory down there. I know. I, I, I guess we should say we're the best, but um, no, um, roll tide. Uh, but no, yeah, so the Hoosiers over here, we got nothing to talk about. So it's okay. I'll let you this one. Uh, yeah, I'll take this one. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, we're, I mean, I'm always, uh, I'm always looking and recruiting. And so I, we use Indeed a lot um, when we're when we're hiring. But I'm also I can't tell you how many people I've hired just at random. You know, meet you, talk to you, like you. You need a job, no problem. Come see me, and yeah. and 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 be willing to do that. But hey, we're we're deep down this first day. Let's take it back a little bit. And let's sure. talk about maybe like in our first stages. I you know I don't necessarily remember my first hire, but I do remember what it was like um, not knowing these things, not knowing what I was doing per se and learning how. I remember, you know, like some of my guys first day on the jobs. One thing that I always uh, that always rings a bell, you know, these these nightmare things. And these are things that are going to happen to these guys as you're hiring. You're going to run into this. And, and one thing was always funny when we hired someone and it was their first day on the job was they would quit by lunch. <laughs> they would <laughs> go to lunch and never come back, you know, uh-huh. and, yeah, you know, and, yeah, you know, and it's like, man, you think this guy has so much, you know, drive and then he, he makes it to 1130 <laughs> and he never comes back. <laughs> So at our uh, at our Northbrook location, we've got an alley, right? We're able to walk to Pop Bellies, and we're like, uh-huh. okay, they go down this alley, and we put a clock on it, right? If it's yeah. it's forty five minutes, 
you know, it doesn't take 45 minutes to take take down that sandwich. He's probably not coming back. And at He's an hour, back. <laughs> at an hour, we're probably calling that next guy to, you know, for the next day. We're like, you know what? It's probably, but, and in, in the beginning, you know what I mean? You create that when you only have a couple employees, you create that relationship. You know what I mean? And when you lose somebody, it's really, really hard. You feel um, it. You feel, you feel it. it. But yeah, I, I shifted that mindset and put myself in like, you know what? It's, it's, it's for the best for both parties. You know what I mean? It always turns out to be for them. You know what I mean? I want nothing but the best for them. I have no man that walks down that alley and doesn't come back. You know what I mean? Yep. They, they, they just, for whatever reason, I didn't set the right expectation. You know what I mean? And, and it wasn't a great fit. And, and if I, you know, that, that sort of, you know, we go forward, go forward positively. You know, and another thing, I can't tell you how many people I've hired for one position and they ended up in a polar opposite position. Um, don't give up on someone that quickly that just doesn't kill it um, initially. So if you're a detailer, right, you're owner operator, but and you need you need help detailing, but you also need help posting or you need help running the books or you need help with all this stuff. And you hire this guy or girl. We keep saying guy, but anybody. I mean, I, I love hiring women detailers um, and women employees. I think we're we have more women employees than Mel here at my shop. Mm -hmm. um, but um, whether you hire them for detailing and, you know, turns out their skill set is in, you know, marketing, you know, be, be nimble enough to make that shift. And be open minded enough to say, hey, maybe they could, you know, detail for half the day and then go spend time on something they love. That's going to help me just as much on this other thing. And we did that. I mean, Chris, our photographer, videographer, um, he's not in set right now. Normally he's in here. Um, he, he was hired on as a detailer. And, yeah. and, and, and then it took us years to make the full transition where I could justify paying him to be the full time photographer, videographer. And oh, he's in there now. What's up, Chris? And uh and so, and we've made that swap and never looked back. So you, you don't be afraid, even on those first few hires, you know, to be looking at what makes their, what makes them tick, you know, what, what makes them really love their job and then position yourself around that. And, and the one thing I would add is like, it's that communication with them. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. if you have, you know, we'll use poor Chris as an example here and you're there and you're talking it out and you're like, man, Chris is telling me he loves photography. Yeah. Let's, let's figure out a way that he's excited to come to work. And, right. uh, you know, that's at least what I do is I'm, I'm trying to figure out what those goals are. You know, we have we try and have monthly meetings. You know, what I mean, sit yep. down with everybody, just figure out, hey, good, bad, ugly questions, comments, concerns, whatever's on your mind. This is your time. You know what I mean? That's and right. it, it's, it's just about making sure that you're trying to figure out how to to help to help people. You know, what I mean, you're, you're giving people opportunities to work, which is awesome. You know, I know I'm trying to do the same. And it's like, hey, it's not just a job. It's trying to make them come somewhere where they're they're happy. You know, yeah. that's, you know, that's that's at least what I try and do every day. So so let's think forward here a little bit. I got a detailer that's listening here and he's like he he's by himself. He he doesn't know when would be the correct time to hire. He's trying to, you know, think about that. Nick, what what's your suggestion on timing? Like, how would he know? What are some of the things that would be like a telltale sign? You, For me, it's it's that it, I know we talked about it a little bit. It's it's mm -hmm. knowing your business. You know, what I mean, it yeah. is it is that forecasting. Um, if you've been through that, I'll call it the business cycle. You know, we're in a seasonal business, you know, depending on where you live in, in the country there, mm -hmm. uh, where you know, hey, are you about to hit spring? Are you about to go into winter? You know what I mean? Are you doing more mobile, more in shop? Um, and once you get a gauge of that and you're able to forecast, then I would say that's that's probably the best time to take that leap and be like, hey, wh wh whoever you bring in, you know, it's not going to be the perfect fit. It's the first time. But you're going to go try and make a connection with another human being to, to go and 
and ride together. Yeah. You know, I, and I mean, you talked a little bit about the rubber band effect and this is how I always kind of portray it. And then we talk a lot about this is if you think about a rubber band and, 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 and the rubber band being the business and as you stretch it and stretch it and you're producing more work with just you or you and your help at right about right before it's about to break, all the stress is on you to get the work done or you and your employees to get the work done and not on the business. The business is, is, is um, reaping the benefits of that. When you hire, the rubber band comes back in and now all the stress is on the business to fund the new employee, but the stress is then deloaded off of the employees and onto the business. So there's this constant stretch and give, stretch and give. So timing that just right, because when it breaks, all right, when, when you yeah, stretch, you big, then you got a big then fire. Then, then fire you have people up. ready to kill you or you're paying a shitload in overtime mm -hmm. or, you know, like there's a lot of issues there. Quality yeah. controls a nightmare. And, and look, we've all been there because the business is making money. Like, man, we don't want to have to pay our old business is finally yeah. finally profitable and we're making money and but, like, so uh -huh. i'm a little i'm a little old school right we use a shoe right my my methodology is a shoe okay so, uh, I'm, wait there, and I'm like look i'm gonna buy a i got a toddler you know what i mean i'm gonna buy a shoe two sizes too big and i'm gonna grow into that shoe uh -huh. um does it cost more initially absolutely you know but it's understanding that where you want to take the company where you're trying to go you know forecasting mm -hmm. you know hey I'm, we're going in the spring we're going to be busy um, and just being like, look, it, yeah, we're, we've got more people than we need right now, but I have, you have to have that confidence in yourself. You're going to take it to where you want to go. Yeah, I'm going to grow into that. Yeah. So yeah, and one to two, you know I mean? That's 50% from two to three. That's not as much of a change. Right. So right. it's like, it's always those first couple that is, that's the hardest part, but that's the know, biggest leap. Yep. To 10 to 15, you know, adding one or two isn't as large of a, of a change there. You know what I mean? But it allows you to grow. Yeah, it, it does. All right. Let's talk about something else. Um, this is always interesting to me. I hear this all the time when I'm speaking is, well, um, I'm the best detailer. No one. I can't hire anybody because I can't trust they're going to do just uh, as good of a job as me. And uh, Nick, what's your input on that? Uh, detail oriented. <laughs> I love you know what I mean? I love yeah. love paint correcting and doing it. But it's, it's again, whether it's me or, you know, an employee working on a car, it's understanding what the customer wants, you know yeah. what I mean? And figuring out that, that, that level of detailing that's going to blow, blow, exceed their expectations is the most important thing. Does it mean, yeah. is it, is it, you know, to my level, maybe not, you know what I mean? But is it going to make that customer really happy and, you know what I mean? That's, that's the shift that I had to do when I was younger to be like, look, yeah, it's putting that process in place so people know that they can, you know, try and reach that, that level instead. Yeah. And I think we all had to make that shift at some point, right. You know, cause we all feel like that. It's a pride thing. Um, you know, and, and that's exactly right. Like, you know, we're, it's, it's not about appealing to, I mean, appeasing uh, our mindset. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the customer that's paying for it. What is, what are they willing to accept? And, and I always like to t say this, you know, this is to me, it's like, if you're the best in a one man shop, what does that really say? You know, who are you beating? <laughs> and so, so are you compare? you know, have you ever ran a one man race and won it? And like, you know, I didn't feel yeah, that rewarding. Feel that's good, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, like, okay. I was one of one. Um, yeah. So like, okay, you're great, but, but you're not comparing. I mean, you know, I get it. I get it. We all feel like we're the best and we, and we know what our customers want. Nobody else can get it that way. 
but how do you know? And a lot of guys are like, well, I've hired guys and they just didn't work out. Yeah, well, you know, I bet you weren't that great either when you first started. And I bet you made the same mistakes too. And they're also not invested as much as you. You know, these guys are generally paid by the hour that are going to come in and work, but they're not as invest. No one's ever going to be as invested as the owner. And, you know, and, and that's something you got to battle. So unless you just want to be a detailer and there's nothing wrong, if you want to be the best detailer in the world, that's fine. But you need to then focus your hiring efforts on things that you don't want to do. Because if you're too, if you're busy holding the polisher, you're not going over your numbers and you're not doing your marketing probably as well as you need to. So you need to hire around those skill sets. Yeah. And so you can just hang on to that polisher. Yeah, 100% agreed. The only thing I was going to add is um, that that focus and that attention, right, that you would put on that vehicle. Well, now it turns into having to put that on your business. So if you've got uh, the employees, you've got all that that time and effort that you went and you're polishing out those rims or you're doing that. I'm, I'm looking at the Porsche behind you. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. that all that time. And when you're done with it, you're mentally and physically exhausted, right? But now someone yeah. else is doing it. So where, are, right. where are you putting that energy? Where are you putting all that focus? Um, and for me, it's like, hey, I'm going to put into improving the business. You know, yeah. whether, that's, whether that's finding a different, whether you're trying to add a mobile branch or doing something else with marketing. Um, it's just sort of trying to put all that energy that you have and that attention to detail into something else that'll be more beneficial long-term. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, and, and, ha- and there's so much pride in that, you know, yeah. it, you know, it's one thing to be great, but think about if you can teach greatness, Yeah. think about it, like how great are you when you can then take your greatness and push it to somebody else. And, you know, it's always funny to me. I hear this. Well, I'm just training my competition. Okay, but if your business is weak enough to where you can train somebody that knows less than you fast enough to go take all of your business and put you out of business, then your business is not strong. Yeah. You, you, I, I do not, I, I look, I have had detailers leave here and start their own thing. My shop manager left here and I shared his business page and told everybody to go give him a like and, and yeah. follow his page. Like he's not taking my business. He may have some of our customers and he may be doing some of their work, but if those customers aren't using us, it's because it's not as convenient as, as it is go to him. And that's, that's fine too. I want what's right for my customers. There's, and, there's so many cars out on that road. Dustin, I think and there's so many dirty cars. You know what I mean? It's, it's something where it's just support everybody in the industry you know it's like and and the same thing for let's go to the point of the as if an employee does leave and wants to go start their own thing you know what i mean it's it's something that is nothing but a positive you know if you're able to go and train them and give them an opportunity where they are able to do that man i'm freaking proud of you man me too yeah open up the door you're you know, doing a great job training, you know, like you don't hold them back. You, no. you send them on. Well, you never want to trap anybody or try and keep them. you. Want, if, they, if they're ready to do that, Let hey, you, you, me as a business, I'm going to be like, hmm, what other opportunities could I have? That's it. No, I look at partnership. Like what? Where are we opening? Where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> you know, where are we, where, where's our shop going to be? <laughs> they want to learn some stuff on the business side that, you know, I mean, they could be a great detailer. Yeah. But they haven't run a business yet. Yeah, it's just it's just being there for people, man. It's just it's just trying to help them go as far as they can. And, um, you know, an employee leaving is or doing something like that. It's never a negative. It's never no. so going in with that mindset. You know, it's always just flip it and be like, look, I'm going to having that confidence in yourself to be like, I, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I'm doing right. I know I'm working every day. You know, good luck having having that in the corner a little yeah. bit. But on the other side, it's all positive. And being like, hey, I wish you nothing but the best. You need anything, you call me. You know what I mean? And that's just that's just sort of how I run it. 
Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. You put you put good out, you get good back yep. always, and, and and I believe that. So, um, you know, we didn't never discuss this, but what would is is do you have anything that's in in mind for like a don't do like on your you're looking to hire uh your first employee um a don't like a don't do this um oh okay. if you're doing don'ts what would be a don't that you would say a detailer should not do um before they hire and I know we didn't talk about this at all so this is just on a whim here I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into that interview part don't. Okay. Go and focus on the actual answers. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna interview people. That's gonna be the, the take up more time than you even think. Um, don't focus on the answers. Focus on the how they answer. Focus on you know did they come on time? You know focus on those other parts. Um, that was probably the first thing. You know I used to have a really big printout of different questions and this and that. I'd be like okay hey I'm gonna cut out 15 minutes and get through this and just go back and read the answers. Yeah. That didn't work out too well. You know the ones that worked out well is like when I remembered something about them, yep. you know what I mean? I remembered, Hey, they, they're about to have a baby. Okay. Hey, guess what? Let me, let, I got you. I got you. I'm going to give you some hours, give you some stability and you're yeah. going to kick butt together. Um, so, so really and asking certain questions, of course you got to figure out availability part-time, full-time, you know what I mean? Just the basic well, stuff. Um, but don't focus on that interview question so much, focus more on that individual and their goals. Um, yeah. And I think that would be, be a really good tip for some people. You know, my thing is um, don't be scared. Um, you've gotten yourself this far. You found enough business to pay your bills. You found enough business to feed your family. When the pressure's on you, you've already proven it to yourself. You'll find the work. So when you find the right person, don't be scared to hire them. I promise you as that you have a little time freed up, you'll have more time to market. You'll have more conversations at the grocery store or at the ballpark or wherever it is that you're socializing about business. And those that business will show up. Your customers will recognize your growth. They will generally spend more money with you. They'll refer you more as friends because you can produce more work. They're not having to wait as long. So don't be scared. Trust, believe in yourself. You've gotten yourself this far. And, uh, and just know that you can, you can do it. You know, you just have to, you have to believe in that. Yeah. You threw me a curve. I'm going to throw you a curve. Dustin. Okay. What's uh, that? You're a baseball guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the way I always phrase it is like, if, if you're there and you're a one man show, two man show, three man show, and you're trying to get to a certain spot, do you want to take that at bat when you know you're only going to probably hit a single, right? Or do you want to, Hold your breath as long as you can and go for that home run. And that comes actually, there's, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. You know, sure. you can bet high average and hit a yeah. lot of singles and it might take you a little bit longer. Or you can uh -huh. build that foundation and be at, ready to go for that home run. Um, yeah. I think that's another part of business. And, and, and hiring the first employee sort of plays into that a little bit that I'd love your sort of your thoughts on there. Yeah, I love I love the play single approach. You know, get moving people around the bases. Like it to me, that's that's small chunks. It's adding and it allows me to tweak. So I always I so I have um, aviation's been my thing. I trained. Uh, I went through pilot school and all that, and uh, didn't ever finish my pilot's license. Didn't log my solo hours. Um, mm -hmm. But so flying is nothing but but a small adjustments. It's a lot of small adjustments. OK. Yeah. And I feel like running a business is very similar to that. And you're always just tweaking little things. It's never like you have this big red lever that's on or off. It's yeah. always like little adjustments here and there all along the way. So if I'm always kind of adding pieces mm -hmm. and then I can watch my numbers and see and I'm a numbers guy. So if yeah. I can watch my numbers and see how the impact is. 
then I know if we're headed in the right or the wrong way, or if I'm sitting back, you know, like, so to me, that's my approach to it is, is little pieces all along the way um, Mm -hmm. have add up to big success. Agree hundred percent. Last 10 Mm -hmm. years has been nothing but, you know, single, 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 been a really high average doing things that I know work. You know what I mean? Waiting for that right opportunity that playing with that patience. Um, Uh This last year though is, Hey, I'm going to go for a double. You know what I mean? Because I build that foundation, right? And I'm like, um, and that's where we're like, hey, we're adding a mobile unit. You know, we're doing the PPF. We're doing a bunch of different stuff this year that we're really excited about. Um, and on the business side, you know, doing some other real estate stuff and, and, and just saying, hey, we know where we're at, but, and we've gotten us to, to have this at bat. We're going to, yeah. we're going to go for it as well. You know, so I just want to make sure that there is, I don't think there is a wrong answer. I really don't. You know, you know I, I, I think you cleared it up for me. And and so now I find myself more willing to look for the skills because I have positions per se, like more specific positions. Okay. And so therefore I do look for that heavier, you know, hitter to come in, but we yeah. can afford the salary. Maybe, maybe we have a, um, a budget for that now. Whereas before it was like, we don't have a budget. We can't afford a dollar. What's, you know, how can we pay them an hour? We don't even have a dollar to pay. Um, um, so, so, you know, I've caught myself leaning towards that. We still hire based on personality and energy, but, mm-hmm. um, but I have, as we've grown, we're at, I think there's 36 or 37 employees now. Um, it, it, now it's, now we do hire positions and, and we do look for specific, you know, specific, specific, I don't even know the word, specific. Yeah. Thank you. That's why you're here. <laughs> Anyways. So, you know, it's, um, I think there's growing in that, but knowing when you start out the gates, um, you know, small, chips um hit those singles know. hit a high average you know yeah. build that foundation you know whether love that's that. and yeah so I, I agree too you know but still have that eye on hey when it's when i'm ready you know what yeah I mean? I know where you're going it's okay to dream big you know what i mean yeah. I see a lot of detailers being like hey nose to the grindstone work 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 as long as yeah. you got that goal you're going for you know i think that's important to sort of keep in keep in the light too because it, it's a grind it's a grind sometimes Love it, man. Love it. Look, hey, um, awesome conversation talking about uh, hiring your first first day on the job, all that good stuff. I mean, you know, I feel like if I'm a detailer looking to hire, I got some pretty good information there. Um, rubber bands and shoes. You know yeah, what I mean? right. It's I know tough. I tie rubber bands around my shoe and hire, uh, hire the guys from the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, man. <laughs> uh, no, so look, man, I'm, I'm curious. You know, we had a great show here. I was thinking about maybe a show next week. Uh, you on board? Uh, yeah, I'm always happy to, to jump on and have a good time with you guys. It's a blast. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, well, uh, let's let's do that, man. Let's uh, we'll we'll come up with our topic and uh, have you back on next week and just see this where this thing takes us. Cool. I'll have a curveball ready for you. All right, I'm ready for it. Appreciate it, buddy. Good talking to you. You too. All right. All right, man. I tell you, Ethan, that was uh, he's a pretty good dude, huh? That guy's pretty good. I yeah. like him. Yeah, I do too. I do too. He had a lot to talk about. And I mean, you know, speaking to someone that's really got some experience, I mean, over 50 employees. And uh, I tell you, you can tell he knows a thing or two about it and uh, impressed. Um, So being back next week, uh, if you got a topic that you want us to tackle, drop it in the comments, shoot us over a message. We want to focus on business things that are relevant to you. We don't want to sit here. Look, we could sit here and talk about anything. Um, 
Uh, but we want we want you to get something out of this. We want you to take something away from this. And, you know, every show is not going to be for everybody, but we want grand scheme of things for you to take something away. If there's one little nugget, one little piece that you can get from our experience or, or, or something that just clicks that you get something from, that's important. That's what this show is all about. And that's what we're wanting to do with it. Uh, we really appreciate the support that we've had over the years. We are in some transition. I know you noticed the shop or the set looks a little different. We are without Ryan um, now. And so, um, but you know, all, you know, in business, things must change. And that's just one of those things. We appreciate the support from our um, detail bookie family and local community and look forward to providing you a great show with great content going forward. Uh, thank you all, and uh, we'll see you next week. No.